69 days. Yeah, yeah, you'd think I'd be good at this ever, but the answer is no. Uh, so hello, welcome back uh, to uh, our eight to nine slot. Two incredible individuals. Both of them make me laugh for a whole bunch of different reasons, uh, but mainly sass, but done in different ways. One like the mother I never had, and one like the brother I always wanted. Uh, I'll let you choose which one it is. Uh, <laughs> James is on the show. Hello, James. How are you? Very well, thanks. Lovely. How are you, Rob? Oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> a picture of... Yeah, okay. It's a, all right, fine. That's a still image of me. I'm sure I can find a still image. CEO. I don't know what's better. today, Rob? I don't know what's better. That look or cardigan and shirt and tie. Oh, but this, this Rob tried to sell me a particular <laughs> product. He does. He does. What would you? What would you? <laughs> oh, women! Thank you very much for uh, subscribing and gifting a subscription. That's lovely of you. What up, uh, Logan? Welcome to the show. How are you? Well, great. Thank you. Great. Thanks Good. For Thanks for being here. You're a you're a treasure. You're a treasure. Uh, Thanks I, I for love... fitting me in. Uh, <laughs> there was loads of room actually. Uh, I could have had someone else on, but. Um... I just didn't, so that's that's my bad. Uh, so we've been going through a bunch of different. Uh, all right, James, yeah, you lean the whole way. If that feels comfortable Someone asked for you, the sexy Rob back, and I thought, <laughs> well, this one's less less haggard and tired from a a not a twelve hour stream. So I'm having I'll... a really good day, actually. I don't feel that tired. Like you look like mainly... you've done a twenty four hour stream in that picture. To be fair, or <laughs> what? Or, he was he was or... selling us an extra large chaos. Chaos Black Spray. Or five hours in, in Rock City. I can't tell which is which. But yeah, you actually look better now than in that photo. That's because that was like 80 hour weeks at Games Workshop is what that yeah. was. Uh, and, uh, On your salary of £18,000 a year. <laughs> Slightly more, but not anywhere near enough. Executive rates. <laughs> right. So um, I'm going to ask you both about uh, how you both are. And then uh, what's been going on? And then I've got a bunch of questions which I've asked all of the hosts, uh, which has been a fun, a fun little journey for me. Uh, which is we're going to go. Uh, can we have it on a tea, please, James? Says Kadrid. Um, Always. Okay. Everything. Uh, okay. Uh, you'd love a Logan stream and a young Rob. Says Tom Winbrook. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate it. Hey, Tom. Uh, right. <laughs> Are you well, uh, James? Have you been okay? What's been going on? Uh, yeah, super good. Uh, not a huge amount. Done some work, done some life, painted some hobby, uh, built a lot of horrors, uh, brought some more horrors. I think that's about it. Okay, nice. All right, nice. What about you, Logan? You've been well? You've been keeping good? Yeah, no, all right. Um, I'm trying to get match fit again for when the gym's open in a couple of weeks. Um, so I'm trying to rediscover any kind of sort of cardiovascular fitness, which I've lost entirely after being sedentary for 11 months. Um, so that's very unpleasant. I'm doing it to myself. Uh, and hobby-wise, uh, I've actually bought tickets for some events. And I, I, I'm trying to put myself under the pressure of if I've bought tickets, I actually have to go. And if I have to go, then I have to actually paint stuff. And then I might paint stuff. Otherwise, I lose money. So it's kind of a balance of my my apathy and laziness and losing out on the 50 quid I paid for the event ticket. So I'm hoping that I I swing over to the not wanting to lose money. That makes sense. That makes sense. I think one of the things, big shout out to Scott B, loads of love. Um, I think one of the things also is uh, I do is I tell people I'm going to do something. I'm like, I'm going to mm. do this thing. And then that, that sh social shame really pushes me into it. I've tried that. I've I've powered through that actually. You know, like I've 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 built you know like how they stop you having an allergy, like hay fever, they inject you with pollen. I've gone through the social shame of saying I'm gonna do something and not doing it so many times that I'm now immune to social shame. So Does, uh, I, yes. Uh, I, I I wish I was, because I'm not. Uh so I try and I try and stick to it where I can. Uh, <laughs> right uh, the um uh james have you been well you've been keeping well yeah you have good so what about the uh reviews the reveals yesterday 
How did you both feel? Interesting, both of you very, very split. James not, doesn't give a shit about 40k. He, yes. he collected custodies for like a second. Logan does. Logan, how did you feel about the 40k announcements? Uh, I was very surprised by Orcs. That was a big surprise. New mm -hmm. future Savage Orcs. That was pretty cool. Um, riding giant squig hog things. Um, but everything right. else was... Yeah! I was pretty pretty hype. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing what the rest of the range looks like for there. Um, but then other than that, it was pretty much what I was expecting. I, I was surprised they gave us um, like three codexes effectively to look forward to. Because, I mean, you know, they didn't announce an orc codex, but we'll, we'll get it. They, they as well as. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. Um, did you, uh, I mean, the Advent one was a bit like all over the place. The, uh, the uh, Pigoths, though, I'm very excited by and the whole range. <laughs> really into pig offs uh yeah. big big love uh, james what about you uh age of sigma james is a lumineth player um and so uh is it a lumineth about... player that's never played lumineth what, <laughs> because of the pandemic james yeah well, it's a good excuse <laughs> it is a good excuse yeah uh how do you feel about the uh the uh, the stuff from the weekend we had vampires um any thoughts Oh, the vampires, like the vampire models, are super pretty, right? Like it's really, and I think like the most exciting thing. So one, I'll yeah. be really excited to see if the blood knights are less than the blood knights cost before. Everyone, I imagine not. Every person has come up with that today. Everyone's very excited about the price of these blood knights. Definitely sixty-four pounds at the minute, right? Yeah, yeah. Are they fine cost at the moment? Metal. Nope. They're still metal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They can't they, be uh, right. No, they're not plastic. Are they either fine cast or metal? Plastic. They're not. Plastic. So they still sell some of the Dark Angels characters in 40k as metal. So it is possible. Oh, I, they're resin. I remember that specifically the Blood Knight models cost more than their own weight in gold, though. Um, Sixty-one fifty-five Blood Knights resin. Yeah. Uh, I reckon these will cost at least sixty quid. <laughs> Everyone's very excited about the price. Like it's but like I think, I think it's everyone. I think everyone wants it to be some insane price. I don't know why. Like, like <laughs> it's just a midnight like, thing, right? They're just like that Simpsons. Like, I'm in danger. Like, chuckles. Like, everyone is constantly like, "What is it?" Have you okay. seen the version of that meme though, where it's like he's a hacker in the '90s movies, and they've changed it so he's got like glasses and a band T-shirt on, and it just says, "Ha ha, I'm in." <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. <laughs> I need to find that on Twitter. It's really funny. Yeah, please me, simple things. Um, the the new skeleton models, great. It was about mm. time we had some some new skeletons. Mm. Uh, and but the zombie, the new zombie models, like can get in the bin. Ah, do you not like them? Ah, uh, it's like the grave thing is weird. Carrying I love, the grave. I think they're really cool. And I also think like the old zombie models were dumb, so there needed to be some stupidness to the new ones. So I like the little guy with the grave on his back. I'm a fan. Okay. All right, fair, fair, fair. Fair, fair, fair. I think um, I think they're quite detailed for something you're going to have to paint a lot of. Uh, yeah, well, and also like, what was it? 20, 20 old zombies in a box for like eighteen pounds, and it's now probably going to be like ten zombies in a box for thirty pounds. So that that'll be worrying, but they look cool. Um, yeah, and then there's some some diachasm stuff. They, they look they good. It's just I'm staring down the barrel of the gun of having to paint up sixty poxwalkers for Logan. Not for him, but because of him. Um, hey, peer his, pressure, yeah. Yeah, peer pressure. Uh, I don't want to, but apparently they're the thing that's good. Um, and so, uh, like, I don't... The concept of having to do zombies as well is stressful to me. Well, can't so you just use them for both now? Because they're on, you know... You could effectively just paint up zombies and then use them as poxwalkers. Are poxwalkers on 25s or 28s? Fuck, is there a difference? Yeah, there's a 28 mil now in Age of Sigmar. We've got 28s. Uh, yeah, so Zombies I feel like... can't be on 28s, though. Zombies are going to be on 28s, James. That way you have to rebase all of your 25 mil zombies <laughs> or buy new ones. What, like... a, what a great day that will be. <laughs> Just get Nathan to do it. <laughs> I, I, don't worry, I will. Uh, you can trim them down. Uh, right, so... I'm glad you enjoyed the reveals. Uh, they looked like they were super fun. The uh, fucking sorry, I know it's not one. really Sigmar or thingy, but the the Bone Reaper guy, the big one. Was oh, you like that? Fucking amazing. Really good. Really good. I yeah, think, well, you can, the you, big you can dude use with the axe. 
Yeah, yeah, he was he was mint. Like he he looks really good. They, all of those Warcry uh, warbands, they're not there. That's not that. It's the Underworld's warband. Sorry, Diachasm. Diachasm. Yeah. yeah, I just they just lush. They just look mint. Do you not think though, like that model in that OBR one, like he is like terrifyingly cool. And then you then but then you look at the next ones and you're like, oh, you're just a skeleton dude. Yes, yes. Like he's he definitely, almost makes the rest look worse. He's definitely like the hot girl in the group. Yeah. He's just got a bunch of ugly mates just to make her look better. That's 100% I agree. it. <laughs> I agree completely. Yeah, I agree yeah. completely too. Uh... <laughs> the vamp- actually, the, the, the vampire warband looked really nice as well. I remember that. That was really cool. Because they all had like really distinct different looks as well. Yeah. The vampires, I, I think, look amazing. Like I'm really excited about the vampire skeleton warriors. Like I'm just, I'm just into it in a big way. Uh, also, as we're doing releases, oh yeah, please do the necromunda guy who's got the flame in the wrong place. Is he, what do you mean? There's one with a flame hat. Yeah, right. terrible idea. It's it's a hat that's what is in the wrong. What do you mean it's in the wrong place? It's on fire. He's got like a cage over his head with a burning. Got a flamethrower. What's he doing? On top of his it's head, like, yeah. like his hat, then shoot people. It'd just be so warm, and it, it Maybe it's metal. Thing, fire, the heat from fire only goes in one direction. Like up. okay, yeah, that's the science. I think in that situation, right? It's <laughs> in the forty-first. Is what we're saying is in the forty-first millennium, he only travels up, or for like to the pointy end mainly of fire. <laughs> I think that's okay. what I'm getting at. <laughs> but your hat would be hot, right? Are they like, they're like hat? microphones, I guess. You can get microphones that take in sound from every direction. And oh, then no. Omnidirectional microphones. Let's, let's not, because I had Rob lecture me for like 45 minutes of talk down into it. Down. And then I'd like put it here. Down. Yeah, yeah like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you were like, no, I'll talk it sideways. And I'm like, that isn't how this works. Come on. Come on, but that's that's not your fault. That's Nathan Prescott has triggered me over the course of years and years, like to the point where that's, I just yeah, that's why headsets are the winner. Yeah, because you can't really go wrong with that. Yeah, I mean they try though. Yeah, <laughs> dear God, do they yeah. try? <laughs> uh, right, okay. Um, uh, so I've been running everyone through uh, a bunch of questions, all of the hosts. Uh, through the day, and I've really been enjoying this. So I'm going to take you both through this. Um, you're both very, uh, very funny, very interesting people. So it'll be really fun to get your take on this. Uh, so we've been in lockdown now for well, we've been locked down for about a year, but 369 days is how long the stream streak has been going for. Which means there's been a lot going on. We've all been locked in. There's lots happening. So I wonder what both of your highlights of the year have been. Uh, the question is intentionally broad. So that you guys can, like, uh, so it doesn't have to be, it can be whatever it, it wants, really. It's an intentionally broad question. So whatever bubbles to the surface when I say, what was your highlight of the year and why, really? And I'll give you a minute. Don't you stress. It's all good um, in my world. Mandalorian season two. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Why? Talk me through it. Um, I watched it live with the rest of the world as soon as it came out at 8 a.m. in the morning. Uh, in the season finale and it was hype as fuck and it was the most enjoyable thing I've done alone in my house uh, over these uh, 12 months that we've been stuck inside for so yeah did it make you feel quite connected to everyone else who's watching at the same time yeah yeah I really enjoyed that that kind of timed release thing and everyone's up watching at the same time is is, is good fun uh, kind of got it with WandaVision as well um, yeah I haven't, was, I haven't, I haven't it was nice to kind of feel yet. that kind of because I only get it with sport now, you know, uh, and a couple of esports things, I guess, because you watch it live on Twitch. Um, but that kind of live experience of everyone being surprised at the same same time was good fun. So I would yeah, agree. I, I would missed agree. that. It reminded me of uh, it reminded me of the Game of Thrones finale. I was going to say that, but it was completely the opposite emotional reaction. But... <laughs> was consistent disbelief uh, yes. uh, across the world yeah ha- holding oh, yeah. hands joining feeling disappointed across the world there was, was um just just randomly because you've brought up game of thrones there was a really interesting article i read a couple of weeks back that was like game of thrones game of thrones like 
showed how bad that last episode was or series was because for like the nine years it existed on telly it was in like every mention every orifice people talked about it all the time and then suddenly after one series it's never mentioned again it's like it never existed it's fun (laughs) it's completely gone like it's it's unbelievable like the other day i saw uh duncan rhodes had painted up a song of ice and fire like mammoth and i was like oh yeah game of thrones existed like what the hell um which is pretty hard like to forget uh can i thank uh, aos archie for subscribing uh he's in our uh, super clips video um uh, as the trier uh which uh like he's and he is a lovely guy a really nice guy i just want to point out there uh, all right james what was your highlight from the year please and thank you uh so i think probably in a lame way uh is probably the first time i walked into the glitter bar uh at the (laughs) t-sports arena that no longer exists yeah there's no glitter Um, now but like i think like for me like i can't even think how long i've done this thing with you two years maybe yeah about that uh, since about the last that? LGT-ish. Yeah, so probably about two years, Yeah, maybe. Who knows? But I think, like, I think for two years you've talked about doing that. So I think it was exciting to see, like, obviously a load of the stuff that we sold to the community has helped fund that. All the work that you do on the show has funded that. Um, so it was pretty exciting to see. And I know, like, obviously we've been in a um, complex world where not lots of people have got to see it. Um but I think it'll be super exciting for one for people to be able to watch uh, the next T Sports event, but also like for people to turn up and see it and roll dice in it and uh, be a part of something they help make. Um, and then the other one, because I'm going to have two, yeah, because I think it's important to us in the stream, mm-hmm. um, is that it was a year ago yesterday that Tiger King entered our lives. <laughs> Was that only a year ago? Yeah, and someone brought it up with me yesterday, and I was just like, do you remember when that was a thing? It was such a good thing. Such a good thing. Such an emotional time for all of us. Um, Fascinating, James, uh, and I appreciate all of your kind words. Lovely. Fascinating you didn't bring up falling in love in your highlight of the year, but that's fine. Whatever percolates to the top for you is important. Like I wanna, I wanna. <laughs> I just got to see your happy little face bounce around the room, and then be absolutely dismayed when you were like, "Right, we're gonna get rid of this bar." And I was like, "Don't do it. It's glitter. And it's a bar." And you're like, "We don't need a bar." And then it got to the point where you had to build a bar because basically I didn't got do any. I didn't make it. any decisions. The builder was like, Fish was just like, "I'm gonna build a bar." So yeah, then exactly. we ended up with a bar. Peer and pressure. then uh, a big shout out, uh, big shout out to the guys. As you can see, this is a t-shirt I'm wearing for the brewery who provided us our uh, Nordic and um, uh, like fantasy themed real ales. That's right, real ales for the bar. So as a teetotal fella, I have in my venue a bar which I did not ask for, and also a fully stocked bar, which, again, I did not ask for, and we got for free. So thank you very much to them. That's very lovely of them. Um, uh, So, yeah, uh, interesting time. I'm looking forward to it. Right, uh, my next question to you guys. What is is your favourite thing that you have painted in the past 369? (laughs) Oh, Logan. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) It's not a long list. Um... I've actually only finished one thing in a year. One thing. That's it. Oh, that'll and do. It was, what is it? It was this thing that's still on my desk. It was just a. It was a a, a test colorway for a homebrew Space Marine chapter, and it's the first thing I've actually completed in full in at least half a decade. So there you go. That's that's really good because because you, you've you've been really excited about this for a long time. But like, I feel like you're genuinely gonna like be jumping back on the scene with a painted army like I, I, there's a lot of hype coming from you and i'm excited yeah i i believe in you if not you can just borrow my army uh, <laughs> <laughs> james what's the favorite thing you you've painted a lot you've been yeah, on I'm, it. Tr- I'm trying to think like what has been so like i did some war cry war bands but i don't think i got to the end of them because i really liked the fire boys when they finally got my hands on them um do you know what 
I think my favourite thing I painted is my custode army. Really? And why would that be? I did them all in that crazy turbo dork glitter paint that when it hits the sun, it's just all glitter. And I just think, still, now the world's going back to normal, there'll be a point where I can go to a 40k event and they'll be like, oh, you brought a bent army. And I'll be like, I, I don't know how to play. But it's all glitter. I feel like we, I'm about to make a match in heaven here. Logan, li- listen, like there's a glitter custodies army ready for you if you don't manage to finish by the next event. Like... There we go. It, it has no no build option because I did it between lockdown one and two with two friends. And each time we played a game, we rolled two dice and those were the models I had to buy. So there's no list build to it. It was things I rolled on a dice. That works. Fantastic. So it's not even things that you like the look of. It's literally uh, just chaos. It's just random. Yeah, it was, Orange. it was actually, I think, probably um, one of the most hilariously good fun things I've ever done. Uh, so one of one of my friends that was doing it was doing a chaos army. In one of the roles, he rolled chaos spawn. He moaned for about two days that he'd got chaos spawn, and then we found out that chaos spawn are really fucking strong in forty k. Apparently, apparently, not probably or. Factually, but apparently <laughs> they were they were at a point, and are arguably okay sometimes. Now. Oh, I guess I guess it also helps when you're all just rolling random dice to see what you get to buy. In one of them, I had to buy a stupid tank that seemed really good, and then I was like, "Oh, no one's got vehicles." <laughs> what was the tank? Uh, the custody flying what fly flying one? Not the fucking enormous one. No, no, no. Okay, okay, the Caladius. That would be a bit of a shitty roll. No, what's it? The Ares, I think it's called. The, the huge oh, one. Do you have can't... an Ares gunship? The Ares is the gunship, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, amazing. Is that also covered in glitter Did you paint? roll that, by the way? By Was that a random generated purchase? Uh, so we, we did, uh, for the last game of our little meetup, we rolled one giant model. Okay. And I was like, they were like, oh, you've, you're all Forge World. Like, if you roll a Forge World, you can, you can re-pick it. And I rolled that and I was like, do you know what? I've never brought a Games Workshop model that big. I'll take it. <laughs> is it covered in glitter paint? That's my yeah. question. It is covered it's... in glitter paint. <laughs> I'll send you a photo later. Awesome. <laughs> okay, fine. All right. Okay. Um, so my next question is, and again, it doesn't have to be Warhammer related, but like, if there was like a Twitter thread you loved, there was some hot gossip, there was a moment in time where everyone seemed connected, like Logan, you were talking about earlier, um, with uh, Mandalorian, uh, your favourite interaction or interactions on the internet over the past 369. We've all been locked in. Um, this is me vamping while you guys think. We've all been like trapped at home. Most of our I've communication has been, uh, okay, most of our communication has been online. Uh, so, yeah, James, what's yours? This is probably the lamest thing I'm going to say for every show we ever do. But I think my pinnacle moment of, like, internet trending uh, was, was Dogecoin. Because there was a point where I sat up till, like, 4.30 in the morning watching Elon Musk talk about Dogecoin continually, one after the other, and people going like insane. So people that follow me that are in the chat would have seen me tweeting about Dogecoin because I just spent one whole night, probably till like four in the morning when I was delirious, just like cry laughing at the craziness of the internet who were like, we're going to make this meme coin worth something uh, to the point where I brought some. So I've still got some. I'm hodling, hodling for the long term. Are you, are you, are you diamond hands in it right to the moon? Is this what yeah, we discovered? to the moon. All the way to the moon. <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> I made all my money on Earth too, so I'm I'm good with wasting money on uh, some some Bitcoin. I think my favourite is when you bought Games Workshop on Earth too. That was my that highlight. That was a good moment. That I don't think it trended. Moment. Maybe you should make that trend because I'm still it's still for sale for a hundred thousand. If anyone from Games Workshop is listening or wants to buy uh, Lent and Lane in Earth too. Okay, that's pretty amazing. Uh, all right, uh, Logan, what what was yours? Um. There's lots of things. I think I'll I'll pick a semi-serious one that I was really happy to see, and it was just a really interesting interaction when it happened. Um, so obviously, off the back of of the Black Lives Matter movement, all of the corporate messages went out. Yeah. And when Games Workshop put up the "You will not be missed" infographic, 
I thought that was really significant because I've never really seen them take any sort of stance at all or acknowledge anything like that at all, um, you know, within the community. And the fact that so many people showed their asses afterwards as well. Um, and I think that was quite significant for me because uh, in all of the other things I'm into, there's such a width of different ethnicities and demographics. And whenever I go to anything Warhammer related, it's so narrow. Um, you know, it's really very, very much white, male, cisgendered, heterosexual people in, in a room. And it's just hardly any cultural diversity in most of the events that I go to. So to see Games Workshop do something that was welcoming and acknowledging of that and letting people know that, you know, the, the kind of negative behavior that can be perpetrated online is not welcome was significant for me. I was quite surprised to see it, actually. Um, so yeah, I I... yeah, no, I think that's a really thoughtful point. I think that, that and I, I and I agree with you. I forgot, like I, I forgot really. I think I like I'm, I'm remembering now how pertinent and real that inf like that entire movement and like which is still ongoing, obviously, and important mm. that we remember that um, and still advocating for that and how important it was and felt and it did feel nice that Games Workshop came out, whether or not it was like whatever the messaging uh, and the purpose behind the messaging, it was useful for a community especially when as you point out the community like i don't think the warhammer community is rife with problems as it sometimes is made out to mm. be i just think that there are some bad actors um <laughs> i really i like i've found it almost always a warm and welcoming place but then again i'm just a white bloke right so like maybe like maybe maybe that's why um uh, but i agree with you i think it was very nice and we all got on board with it and i think the point about showing asses is, is i think that's pretty much true of all of the past year right like some people mm. have just really like pointed out that they're arseholes. Like we weren't asking. <laughs> we weren't asking. We were like, are you an arsehole? They were like, I'm not even asking. They're just volunteering. They're like, by yeah. the way, I'm an arsehole. And you're like, because you could have said nothing. Like you mm. didn't have to say shit. Like, and yeah. I wouldn't have known that you're an arsehole. Uh, so yeah, I agree with you. I think good point. And what was your other other point? You had another one, Logan. You said there was there was two. There was a poignant one and a... No, no, one. sorry, sorry, no, I was just saying that was, I was going to make a poignant one, um, and that was pretty oh, much no, it, I don't have a, I have nothing else. The that was, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm empty. <laughs> I've got nothing left. That was good at Games Workshop, actually, that's something I'm going to keep remembering, uh, so yeah. it's a really good point. Cause, well, um, obviously, especially at the moment now as well with, you know, stop Asian hate and just generally, you know, like it's very easy f for, for us living in, you know, Western society to have, um, very narrow cultural experiences, um, even within, you know, like lifestyle choices and different lifestyles that people live. It's easy to, to, to be very narrow in that as well and, and, and ignorant of that. And, uh, you know, it's nice to see people having to enlighten themselves and do a bit of education and, you know, not be ignorant pricks. It's a good point. Uh, no, yeah, no, agreed, agreed. I think really a uh, point really well made, and 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 lovely of you to say so. Uh, right, okay. Uh, so over the past year, release wise, a lot's happened. Uh, what from Games Workshop? What's been your favourite release? And it could be anything. Like it could be model rules, uh, like terrain uh, book, whatever, whatever really floats your boat and uh, and is on there. I know there's a lot, so I'll give you an opportunity. Think about it. The cornflaking says honestly, it's quite comforting to see all the wankers in the community show who they are. We know the dodgy fellas to avoid now. I would yep. agree with that, uh, which is, uh, I think, a really solid point. Also, big shout out to Dude Our Day, Kdred, and everyone else in the chat. Um, have you guys got any thoughts about what your favourite thing is? There's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, there's tons. So I think, I think if I've got to choose, if it's if it's not out yet, no, you can't. I go on. I have to be able to buy it right now. Uh, yeah, go on. Yeah, that's why I'm putting it in. Okay. So I think maybe it might be the newest Gandalf model <laughs> in Lord of the Rings. Why? And how many Gandalf models do you own? Uh, four. Five. <laughs> Five. Five with the new one. 
What is it about the latest Gandalf model you like the most? Because it looks just like Ian McKellen. Like it's creepy. Like the the workshop ones are um, for for Lord of the Rings are kind of nuts because some of them look like characters, some of them don't. Mm. Um, and I've never even used the model. Uh, I'm going to just stick it in here because I found it. Um, but it's like it's just I think the facial expression. You know, like when you look at uh, some of the some of the um, Sigmar or the 40k models, and you look at them, and you're like, "Oh, this is kind. This is kind of cool. Like, it's a cool model, but it's of like someone we kind of know or only know from Workshop." And then they release that one, and it's like a really good model, a really cool sculpt. It looks just like Ian McKellen, and then the shadow fact sculpt of the horse is just great. It's a great model. Big fan. Okay. Uh, honestly, I'm looking at it now. Weird how quickly you had that link available too, like it's hyperlinked on your toolbar or something. Like, yeah, yeah, just oops. so I can look at Ian McKellen's face in a happy time. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, Logan, what about you? Um, I think probably the the Void Dragon Catan model. Really? Darren Latham sculpted. Yeah, I think it's fucking amazing. Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah I really like that model. Really it's like quite, that model. It's quite like brutally simple in some ways. Yeah, but there's loads of it, it, like the the kind of weird digitized effect that it's got. I quite like, um, you know, kind of like Janemba in Dragon Ball GT, where it looks like it's just pixelating and glitching out of reality. I think it's pretty cool, and just the the way that they've painted it and some people have painted it looks looks incredible. I really like it a lot. Yeah, it's got lot. It's got like a lot of legs to it. I think the whole Necro Rage. I think one of the things about the <laughs> Necro Rage is it intentionally has a homogenous look to it in the painting style. So mm. like it can sometimes be like a problematic to like uh, see. Uh, James, are you just showing off different Gandalfs? Is this what's currently occurring? Uh, I've just got. Have you guys still got the newest Gandalf? Are they on your desk? How much do you love Gandalf? They were, del- they were delivered to me. I mean, Gandalf is also on my car keys, but that's grey. This is why. Have you dressed up as Gandalf ever? No. But one day, maybe, I, when we go LARPing in this new world, Rob... Have you I'll paid work. someone else to dress up as Gandalf ever? <laughs> you want uh, to say, sorry? I'm going to Sam American and plead the fifth. I said, have you pa- have you paid anyone else to dress as Gandalf? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going ple- to gonna plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know you were so weirdly into Gandalf. Okay, I'll take that. That's fine. Um... <laughs> Learn something new every day. You do, you do. Uh, right, okay. Um, uh, next one is uh, lockdown. We've had lots of opportunities. I think Logan, we're already going to know your answer to this. We've had lots oh, of wait, opportunities to watch Sorry, TV. I, have to, I, I need to stop you because oh. Eddie S. Knight in the chat has said Gandalf fans. And that just literally made me think of the idea of Only Gans, which is a <laughs> website dedicated to James' collection of Gandalf models. Ah, yeah, let's <laughs> Only do that. Gans. Only Gads. Quick, someone copyright that. Only Gads. Buy it on Earth 2 immediately. <laughs> Let's go. I'm into it. <laughs> Sorry, uh, wait, Gorka Morka asks, uh, live from New York, has James seen the sexy femme Gandalf cosplays? Question no, mark. but feel free to link me on Twitter. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, fine. You like centaurs. Centaur ladies, specifically one picture. Like, there's a lot of leg and thigh. Who doesn't like leg and thighs? Like, just anyway. Um, next question. With being locked in and having loads of opportunity to indulge in some box sets and films and TV, uh, over the past 369, uh, what has been your favourite TV show? Or a couple. Obviously, uh, Logan, you've already mentioned Mandalorian. But is there anything else that like really struck you or you really enjoyed or suggested to the audience uh, in the past 369? Oh, some deep thoughts there. This is important. Um, TV shows. TV shows or films. Like, you've got loads of options there. Meg Facey, by the way, in the chat said this. it was the weirdest Valentine's of her life in the chat. So, oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fair play. Um, what have I watched? I watched Snowpiercer. That was that was better than I expected it to be. To, I'm, the, I'm really good. The film or the series? The series. Um trying to think of all the things i've been through like i've watched so much tv i know that's my point that's why i was seeing if anything stood out amongst the milieu i've watched a series of brian cranston in it called your honor which is pretty good where he plays a judge um getting caught up in 
It's it's really similar to like the first two episodes of Breaking Bad, you know, okay. before before he's actually turns into a like a badass. He just gets caught up in shit, and it's that. It's just Brian Cranston doing that as a judge, being pressured by crime bosses and stuff and threatened. It's pretty good. Your Honor, that, it's called. That sounds right. great. I have I have my actual one. I've okay, been poked at Shit's Creek. That was good as well. I've That's watched. Really I only. I, I never watched it before. I only watched it in lockdown, uh, to the point where in my stupid lockdown purchases. So if that's another question, I apologise. Uh, I brought an Oculus Rift, and the one night sat in cinema mode on an Oculus Rift in bed watching Shit's Creek. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't wouldn't buy myself a TV for the bedroom when I brought this house because I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm an adult. I'll sit downstairs till I'm done, <laughs> and then I'll go to bed. Instead, I sat in a VR headset, in bed, lay down, <laughs> watching TV. That is what an adult does, though. Yeah, you I would have buy your so. own VR headset with your own money that you've earned yourself, and you can watch that thing wherever the fuck you like. That, that is, is true. I literally I just the... had the TV installed in my bedroom today as well. So ah, there we go. Okay. So I... I love the engineer when he reveals the Oculus Rift to the, the guys. He's like... He's like, people will do such great things with this. Smash cut to James in bed watching shit screen. <laughs> David! Great TV show, though. I'm the Emmys did it win. It won loads of Emmys. Worth it. It's really good. I'm, uh, uh, I'm a huge fan of I also watched um, Lupin on Netflix, the French. Oh, really? Is that good? Yeah, it's actually really good. Watch. I watched it in subtitles, though, because the dub is really weird. It's been dubbed into... English, but there's like American voice actors, and it's just it's, yeah, it's really weird. That is weird. Okay. So, I, but it, it's good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I think some, there's been some great TV out recently uh, in the past year, but um, okay. Uh, right. So, uh, no. Films. Oh, hang on. Sorry. Can I have one more? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I also watched uh, Onward on Disney Plus, which is a film. Uh, it's it's about two brothers. Um, going on like a finding themselves adventure, they're but elves, one of them, yeah, they're elves. One of them's like a D and D LARP nerd, and the other's not. Uh, and like, it spoke to me on more levels than I know. Like, I laughed, I cried, I cry laughed. <laughs> uh, it was great. Like, literally, do you know? And I've watched it once, and occasionally I'm like, I'm going to watch that again. I'm like, it's too many emotions. Like, <laughs> I had too many emotions in that film. I'll save that for a day where I need emotion. It's great. If no one's, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's amazing. And I Soul, it. Soul was good as well. I Soul yeah. was Soul great. Was Soul yeah, was really that great. Was in the last year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Soul was really, really good. I haven't watched that. I haven't watched that. I'm going to watch that. I might, do, I might watch that as my treat for myself for doing this today. You should. Uh, it's amazing. Okay. Amazing. Um, so this one's a bit of a, it doesn't have to be a deep one or a heavy one, but uh, it, it, it is one. So obviously loads of time for self-reflection. I also think like people have had an opportunity to, I don't know, like everyone learns as they go through life. So what do you think, guys think you've taken away as like a lesson or what do you think you've learned in the past year? Like uh, Tom discovered he was a hobbyist, which was quite interesting. Um, uh, Darren discovered he was an adult uh, that could sit down and actually do work uh, at home without like a boss over his shoulder. Like uh, everyone's learned something a little bit different. Uh, over the past year um, it's been challenging in so many different ways like we've all were, had to live super different lives to lives that we wanted to live uh, so yeah what do you what do you think uh, um, not to be super deep I think I've learned a lot about my limitations um, and sort of just generally how I approach things and and deal with small problems and big problems um and uh yeah i've actually i've actually sort of um started trying to work on like bettering myself generally and 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 getting some some help and advice with that so yeah um a lot of time to sort of look things up on the internet and uh find out what is wrong with my brain and uh sort of kind of do some work on 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 trying to be the best me i can be uh, at the same time as like working on my fitness as well so yeah just trying to just generally improve but all those those weird little things that you notice and you think they're your quirks you know you, when you've got all this time alone by yourself you kind of start they they kind of start coming together and you're like oh okay actually it's because of this and that and 
you do this habitually and you'll notice it reflects in your relationships here and what have you. And yeah, I've been trying to be proactive in, uh, in improving myself. Not that, not to, not to be super deep or anything, but yeah. That's fine. Like, I think, I think, I, I think we've, we're all going through, I, I mentioned this before. Have either of you two watched the, uh, the TV show Leftovers? Have you watched that before? Nope. Leftovers. So just a quick one. I've already, if you've been watching all day, I'm sorry. I'm repeating myself real quick. But uh, what I really liked about that show is in the first in the first five minutes, everyone like five percent of the Earth's population just vanish. That's the that's the first five minute premise, and there's no like bolt of blue light or anything. They just disappear. There's no reason mm. or explanation. It smash cuts to like five years later, and then it's like four seasons of, in my opinion, the whole series is about how to deal with loss because it's like interesting like when one person is suffering bereavement or like loss, there's everyone around them is like looking after them because they're like really struggling and they tend to do something a bit weird or be weird or you know mm. whatever because like they're, they're struggling but it's what happens when everyone is going through that emotion at the same time which is what we've done right now like i think the reason i think the question is important because i feel like i've learned a lot in the past year maybe more than a load of the preceding years actually like i think this year has been really valuable for a lot of us also negative but also valuable and i think that was able- uh I've just, I've just, I've just looked it up, and I see that it was created by Damon Lindelof, who also did the um, the Watchmen series, that yep. was really good as well. That, really I good. forgot to mention that. I enjoyed that a great deal. I thought that was fantastic. So I will definitely check that out because I really like Watchmen. Yeah, you should watch it. It's really good. But like, and and the point is, is like, I think we're all going through some stuff. So I think great point and uh, and lovely. James, what about you? Uh, I think I've learned to live with myself. You know, like I spent uh, uh, most most of all lockdown locked in a building by myself, 24 hours a day, seven days a week uh, on my own. Uh, and so uh, anyone in the chat that's ever met me, anyone that isn't in the chat that watches this back, et cetera, et cetera, will know that normally I'm fairly social. Uh, I spend most of my life either playing Warhammer, playing computer games or doing this uh, and then all the other social activities in between. Um, and I think like being locked in a house on your own uh, for that long or with people because mm. uh, I know lots of people were like it's super hard work. Like I've probably learned more about myself in the last year than I probably have in the last six, I reckon. Yeah. Um, lots of things have changed in my life. Lots of things are different. Um, and I think like it's been a long time coming to understand like what what it means to be in your own company all that time and identify with yourself and i don't think you ever fully do that without going too deep but i think like it it's been a hard kind of mm. like fist to the face for i imagine everyone to deal with themselves for a whole year without really socializing or a partner or even like people i know who are like them their partner their kids like you've just been locked in a house. Like normally you go to school, you see each other for four hours, five hours, six hours a day. And suddenly people have, have, have literally been each, in each other's pockets for the whole thing. Mm. Um, so I think, I think that's probably one of my big ones. Um, and then I think another one that I think is probably more hobby related or maybe just more life related is I also think it's made me um, appreciate all the people in my life more um so there's been lots of points where i think i've really missed like do you know what and i think i've talked about it on the show before i'm not even sure i can say that there's been moments where i've ever thought um oh man i really miss playing age of sigmar because i don't know if there was ever a point where i thought i would do anything to play age of sigmar but there's been loads of points where i was like i'd give anything to be like in that hall in Lincoln when everyone's thrown up in the toilet so much that it just smells of vomit because at least, but you know what I mean? Like at least at that point I'm like, Oh, but here is a load of people I love in one room. Yeah. Um, So I think there's that. And I think I talked about it uh, probably on a personal level to, to miles who's people probably know, but there was a point where I said to him, like, I think it's probably made me weigh up my, both my social personal social life and my hobby life more because I think like, if I, I just want to play games with people I like and, and new people, nothing against new people. But I think there's points where I thought if I was ever going to have to play a game against someone and they were a prick, I think I'd rather just be like, Do you know what, mate, you can have a win. I'll go 
sit mm. at the bar and chat to some people I like. I've said this loads of times. I've said this loads of times. Like, my, uh, to quote my friend Joe Purcell a lot, it's your hobby, and it's also your hobby time. Like, the yep. idea of spending two and a half hours or three hours with someone who thinks obnoxious is just is, is maniacal. Like, I know you might, like, if you're there to win, like, mm. then maybe that you'll go through that process. But, like, if not, sit at the bar for, like, three hours and, like, read yeah. a book. Like, what a great time. Um, and I think, yeah, you're right. All of those things, I think, are really valuable as well. It's made me appreciate people a lot and really, like, weigh up what life is about because it does feel like events seem like something I, I like i'm massively invested in events i want to go to loads of events stream loads of events cover loads of events host loads of events that's that's like that's right up my wheelhouse and i see it but really it's because of the atmosphere i've thrown uh nightclub parties for 14 years like before i've even got into like any of this sort of stuff like and that was like my whole reason and like and there was a while there was a while like the past couple of years i've hated djing like hated it loathed it um because i was just like i can't like, i can't be asked anymore like, i've done this so much but now i can't wait i don't care if there's three people me and them three people are gonna have the best time of our lives like, four, I'll, I'll come to <laughs> okay that does it for me uh and i think i think i think being around people is such a visceral thing and you, you aren't aware how good it is until it's been taken away from us all collectively uh so yeah like i i, I touch on that as well i agree logan you got any thoughts on on that um, yeah, I think we all get into this and stay into it because of the community, right? You know, obviously we, obviously we care about. We pick the specific thing we're into because we care about it, right? But the majority of the enjoyment just comes from partaking in that community, and it's the same for for me with my music. It's the same for me, you know, with the esports stuff that I do. You know, we've been doing online stuff for the whole of last year for the street fighter pro tour <laughs> and um <clears throat> you know the, the competition's still there there's events that are happening i can watch streams of people playing i can still play online i still get the hobby in that sense mm. but damn like i miss being in a convention hall with all the people that I know that I know have flown in from different countries and I only get to see them at those events and then going out for food afterwards or just talking in the hotel lobby after the event. And I'm sure it's, you know, it's really similar with, you know, Warhammer events as well, where there's people that you'll talk to online, but you'll only see them at the tournament. You'll only get to spend time with them at because the, they live there, you live here and they've come in from... And I love that. I miss that so much. Uh, and I'm looking forward to getting involved in that uh, again with something else, hopefully, uh, this year when we're allowed out again. Yeah, same. Same, same, same. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just the, it's the best. Uh, okay, final final question for you both. Uh, and thank you for being wonderful uh, for this past hour. Uh, is uh, if there's any content, and it doesn't matter, it doesn't have to be Warhammer, like stuff that you've enjoyed over the past year that's made you laugh, that you've loved, that you think is worth a shout out, that you want to go see like you want people to be aware of and you think it's just good or the people making it are decent or any of that sort of jazz. Just stuff that you're like, oh, I love this guy that does speed runs of, I don't know, or like there's this guy who hosts a podcast about the oh, colors no. of tea. I had one and then oh, you what? just said someone that does uh, speed runs and I just was like, oh, no, I've got two. But carry on, finish. Okay. <laughs> yeah, All right. Uh, whoever's ready, I mainly am just amping until one of you is ready with a suggestion. Well, well, I have two, so I can okay. always do one, and then Perfect. Logan can do one, and I can always do another one. Yeah. So one's hobby, one's not. So there's a guy on on YouTube, and I can't remember what he what his username is, but I can find it if anyone is interested at any point, and I'll stick it on my Twitter. Uh, so I am a large Pokemon nerd. Oh, I'm sure all people know that. There's a Charmander on my arm. Fantastic. If uh, I can't tell if he's on stream because I'm behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 8-bit Charmander, 16-bit Charmander on my arm because 8-bits wouldn't really show up. Um, So I've played every game. I've owned every Nintendo console that a Pokemon game was on. uh, And most of the handhelds only for Pokemon. I literally have like a 200-pound handheld sometimes for one game. Mm. And, uh, And so there is a guy on YouTube that does like playthroughs of pokemon games with like obscene settings so i think he runs red or blue with only a magic card it can never evolve 
Uh, and I watched one the other day. So he cuts them down. So it's like a 15 minute watch. And I had my lunch the other day and watched him do, I think, Sapphire. I think it was Sapphire without ever being hit. And he can only save when he completes a gym. So that's intense. Yeah. So at one point he like plays for like five and a half hours and forgets a Pokemon he's about to fight has quick attack. Puts in a move, it quick attacks him, it hits him once, he's like, cool, I'll reset, that's five hours. Oh my god. I just don't have that tenacity. That's <laughs> and insane. I, but, but, but nuts, right? And he live streams it, so you can watch him live stream it all, and then he makes... So I've only ever watched the videos, but I, yeah, he's, he's, my number, he's my first one. That's fair. That's fair. Logan, what about you? Um, not, not something that I'm into, but uh, as an aside from that as well, like I, I think it's really cool when people do unpackings of the the, the TCG uh, as well. That's really cool. It's, it's it's amazing what people will watch on the internet, right? Because also um, what's there's... fascinating because I've watched them. Like I'm mm. not like I'm not as big a fan of as Pokemon as, as James is, but I've watched people unpack Pokemon cards and they like, yeah. it's been thrilling. I if if you can make that exciting, then more power to you mm. because. If I was to tell someone that that is a a thing that you can watch and people like it, it sounds crazy that it's a thing, but mm. but it really is like exciting. It's pretty, it's hilarious. I, I a couple of my uh, my friends from the fighting game community do that as well. You know, they'll they'll import the stuff over from Japan. Uh, they'll do unpackings of like the rare rare boxes and stuff as well. They'll get so, they get so happy when they when they pull something and they'll they'll put it in the card thing. Not even like a sleeve; it's like a plastic perspex solid thing to to maintain the integrity super of serious. the card. Yeah, 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 like super serious stuff. And they're like so happy that they packed a giant cuddly Eevee or I don't know what that is. <laughs> whatever they whatever they pulled, but. Um, yeah, everyone seems to like. There's like 500 different Charmander cards as well, like Technicolor, Rainbow, Shiny Charmander cards and stuff. It's yeah, I, I can't keep track. Giant ones, little ones. I can't keep track. Black I ones. have no clue. Like the yeah, 150, I was cool with everything beyond that. I'm like, I don't know where the fuck we are. Yeah, all, all like variant ones as well. So it's pretty cool. Um, content I've really appreciated. So as someone that's been in the hobby passively for so like i started in 92 as a kid um just wandering into shops and but literally p picking up a blister pack and thinking yeah that one looks i don't even know what this what does chaos space marine terminator lord mean i've got no idea but this one looks i'll buy this one and then going home and ruining it and getting another one and ruining that as well and buying the books and what have you uh and and trying to get better at the hobby side and get better at painting and learning that and going through the sort of the, the proto era of people doing tutorials online and what have you and like stuff like cool mini or not coming up and you get exposed to this level. That's just so far beyond what you see in the, even in like a white dwarf back in the day um, and trying to sort of learn how, how painting works because it's uh, the, the actual science of it and, and, and the techniques that people are able to use is, is it absolutely fascinates me, but I could never really learn from reading and looking at photos. It didn't really work for me and discovering all of the tutorials that are around now. Cause like I said, I haven't really painted anything in about five years. And in that space of time, the quality of the level of tutorials that are out there are in sensational. Um, you know, I, I downloaded every single video off Darren Latham's YouTube channel, which I found super useful. There's so many creators out there, uh, or, you know, on Patreon that are doing guides on doing all kinds of different techniques and painting colors and recipes. And I've just found it so engrossing and engaging to the point at which I might actually paint something. That's how encouraging it's been but yeah that just there's there's so many amazing tutorials out there for painting at every level as well you know basic to you know the crazy italian spanish guys that are painting stuff that is literally you know a, a renaissance grandmaster level of of art it's not even yeah. it's not even mini paint it's it's art what yeah doing. art on a thing i don't understand it if i'm honest when it gets to a certain yeah. level i'm like 
because I like I, I at least have some <laughs> comprehension, right? Like I've had the tip of a yeah. brush on a model, and I'm like, yeah, I've done that. I don't know how I go from where you are to there. Like I don't yes. get it. I don't yes. get it. Um, but yeah, uh, and that James... rabbit hole of content I just find super super fascinating. Anyway, agreed. Uh, no, no, don't be sorry ever, James. Uh, what uh, what was uh, what was your second one? So my second one's kind of hobby related. Might be useful okay. to people in the chat. Could yeah. be rubbish. I hold no uh, endorsement here, and I didn't find this originally. So credit to Meg because she found it and sent it me, and I kickstarted it because we all know I have an issue with Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Um, does anyone remember several years ago? Uh, is it Anish Amish Kapoor made that blackest color ever made in existence? Yes. Yes. And then another artist thought he was a prick because he wouldn't sell it anyone. So he made uh, another black color yep. that was darker than that one. So uh, the artist that made that, uh, Stuart Semple, has invented um, a aerosol uh, spray that you can attach to any plastic bottle and turn any paint in any reusable plastic bottle into an aerosol or therefore airbrush wow um so it's on kickstarter at the minute i've backed it it might be terrible i'll just i'll just stick it in the chat in case people do want to look um and i just think like it's such a cool concept like i think in like an eco world if you're don't want to use like aerosols anymore great because you can mix a base paint put it in this pump it spray and you basically use a bike pump or the pump that's included in it. You put your paint in a water bottle, you pump it by handle with a bike pump, it pumps to 60 PSI, and then you just spray it. And when you're done, you chuck the bottle, wash the bottle out, reuse the bottle, uh, and go again. That's cool. Um, and I, I yeah, so I only saw it this morning, I think, or maybe last night. But I just saw it and I was like, do you know what? I own an airbrush and I hate the thing. Like, it's hassle, Same. it's always messy. Same. Same. always annoying like, same. not same, a fan same. yeah yeah and so this I, is cool I, I have this a is legit weird prob- I, have no? a, I have a problem yep. in which for the last two decades I've done I've, I've been blessed to work in a career where I've had more money than I needed um, so whenever I get into something I'll, I, I will just buy the gear so I have this which I don't know if anyone knows what that is fancy airbrush that's like a 350 pound airbrush that I bought nine years ago. <laughs> and it is still in mint condition in the box. Has never seen paint. So, yeah, airbrushing is something that terrifies me as well. Yeah. I, I just think me. it's, it, and I just think like it's such a cool concept. Like, even if. Even if you want to just mix up like a pot of gray yourself mm. to base coat all your own models, like you'd never have to buy an aerosol again. Um, and I know I have just seen someone in chat because one of the things they're talking about is you can mix your own paint and uh, graffiti with it. Like that's the concept because the artist that sells this also sells like pure pigment powders and you mix your own colors and you spray. Awesome. I, uh, I just thought it was super cool. Uh, so as we were talking about something we thought was amazing, like, I, and I also think like, how cool, like someone's just invented something that, in theory, like invalidates every aerosol in the world if it works. Amazing. Uh, and clearly, it's taken off because I was looking at the website on the link you just sent me, and two thousand people have already backed it. At yeah, like one hundred sixty-five thousand pounds, where the target was twenty-five k. So yeah. it's doing pretty well. So, so that there, there we go. There's my. That's there's cool. my all right. Well, listen, uh, it's been lovely having you both on the show. Thank you for answering all my questions and been very, very both conscious and poignant and kind. Uh, you've been super fun. Um, uh, we're going to go for a small break now, uh, and then I'm going to have the last two people on for the last segment of the of the day. You've been lovely. I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, thank you so, so much. Uh, guys, we'll just be taking a small seven to eight minute break now, and then we'll have our last two guests on, and then it's it's home time. Thank you for joining us today. So stick around. Uh, you'll be watching this video that you've watched 18 times now. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the War Gamer. I'm your host, Rob. It's the start of a very exciting series of videos. It's the streak. It's the it's the best streak in the world. Uh, hello to everyone who's joining us live, whether it be YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch. I'm in the studio on my own, but that doesn't mean I'm alone. Wonder how I'm going to try and do this every day, seven days a week until 
confinement is over. If you want to watch um, more stupid stuff, uh, keep tuning into the show. And it's time for the Hunker in the Bunker Day 8. Oh, easy. Not even not even difficult. Can't wait for Day 80. Dude, our day is in two, day 2 of 84. Uh, just realising that I might be doing a, a daily show for 84 days in a row is a bit... <laughs> <laughs> I just, I've just seen the long future for me. That's fun. You've got, you've got to give the people, what, the they people what they want. You've got to give the people what they want. Oh, no. so it's so, I'm on it. It's a grey, kind of flecky option today uh, with a Nike trainer. Um, yeah, that's what I'm rocking today. I have got them pulled up as far as they go. That's what I do. I Why wouldn't you ever do that? At what point do you just pull the leather out, smack some war paint on, and start hunting for gasoline? Well, I, I reckon it's up to, up to Nathan. The line art, and then put up high-quality versions of them so that people can print them off, the little ones, or for themselves, just colour in and keep themselves busy. If you join the chat, you are one of the hashtag Grot Gang. I'll get to all that. I got to get through the the housekeeping first. So uh, Bud Kaler, a.k.a. Budtastic Guy's appearance on The Honest Wargamer is brought to you in part by the Budtastic Group of Companies, a subsidiary (laughs) of the Rage of Sigmar media conglomerate. (laughs) Anyway. It's all coming out now. A whole bunch of people are like, and time to turn this one off today. (laughs) This is only Stream Street Day 3. I can't wait to be like fucking Alex Jones in it, Stream Street Day 27. (laughs) She's marinating a brisket. Yeah, so she's slow cooking a brisket. And wow. it smells so nice. I, I didn't know that's what people called it for their birthdays, but if that's what you you guys call it. For that, now, this isn't DIY. Can you see? You've got to be a bit higher. A bit higher. Oh, there he is. Oh, bless. Oh, actually, I, I, I can... <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's got a wheel! Darren, it's got oh, a wheel! <laughs> I know, come out there. But I keep getting woken up by really painful erections. <laughs> when I was... Uh, I'm going to do a little Robert Austin. He's supposed to do a show here. Top three bad Batman movies. Hmm. Um, well, number one would have to be... Well, the, interestingly, the question was, how do you both feel about the Gargants? And the answer is massive erections. Because I'm doing kind of unit by unit, rather than kind of getting distracted. Oh. That was oh my God, on. John. What's cracking? It's been an interesting week, eh? Mm. Why? What happened? <laughs> the FAQ. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. The yeah, FAQ. that was you. Cool. Uh, I thought you meant the armed insurrection in the United States of America. My bad. <laughs> no, I'm not wearing a leather jacket that's got speckles on it. Yeah, I mean, if they're more than 100 points, then that's too much, to be honest. Okay. Well, there are 140 points. That's too much, then, to be honest. <laughs> All of two people. It's a bit like the <laughs> Legion of Asgore group, right? Hey. <laughs> We're a, we're a thriving community. If anyone wants to just clip this clip right now, 100% Age of Sigmar 3, whenever that rolls around, 100% is going to be exactly the same. It's going to be that right. the, you know that board specification. You, Pete Pricey, you're still in bed, and that's after organising a Age of Sigmar event yesterday, a socially distanced one in Northern Ireland. I see that Archie still didn't win anything. Uh, you don't know Archie Dayton, but you'd like him a lot. He is, the, the, you know, the... He's a trier. Like, croak, who hasn't changed fucking points, which makes no sense. It makes no sense. What the fuck is that? And I love it because he's my favorite model. And if we can all do it, let's just fucking do it. And you buy a, you buy a croak, I'll buy a croak. We'll all just fucking use croak. And it'll be the best year of our lives. But you can't because he's sold out. It's Innis Wilson. Uh, you won't be able to do it. Uh, because they both look like a thumb. Uh, uh, greetings from the homeschooling world, uh, Vengeance from Sylvania. I'm pretty sure my kid's reception teacher was sent by Sinesh to distract me from providing world-class homeschooling. Wow. <laughs> wow, loads to unpack there. Thank you so much. It's because we always do it live. You work to your skills, right? You can't prep, so you do live. Find <laughs> a list of... Oh, my God. No one tell Vince I said this. I would like to see a group of generic artifacts that people could choose from. No one told Vince I said that. Let me just check my calendar. Yes. I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, Nick, you brought up a really interesting point before the start of the show, actually, which I thought we could talk about. Yeah, I'm an interesting person. You used to be a 65? Are you sure your base isn't a 65 mil base? Oh, I've found a tape measure. Yes. Oh, I knew I had one. <laughs> a builder that had to find a tape measure. <laughs> yeah. they, they always have to find one. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is a sixty-five. That's the one I came with. 
so I've got to change you the just, face. You've got to change the face. Who also um, made a like sex for seniors video. Really good watch. Shift. Fuck those guys. Uh-huh. Fucking cutting my base down now. <laughs> Do that. And I shall take the girls to the ball. But there's no balls and no girls. So um, don't clip that. Oh, yeah. And Wahapedia, sorry. The one-man show. Says he will have everything updated for night by next weekend at the latest. There you go. Which is a searchable database. A searchable okay. database of the information. Which isn't a long yeah. list of shit. Yeah. Gays Workshop said they have a they'll have a quick reference guide in their app. Let's talk. About- but when we're just having a chat, I end up getting a bit handsy <laughs> if I don't do something. It's kind of weird. You're like, oh, can, is it going to be okay having someone you've never like really spoken to? But like Tristan was like upbeat, fun, enthusiastic, mm. and Selena was like powerfully kind. Things for the mental health. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Reach just- new bounds. See how yeah. many times you can do it in one day. Fifteen. Yeah, just- Who knew? Uh, you do get the flinger missile. Now it's a lot like. Um, a Mortec crawler in some ways. Um... <laughs> You're only allowed to bring gits and you've got to like, narrative the shit out of it and just be like wild, wild off your brain on cider or mushrooms all weekend. Or both. And we'll all just have another croak and maybe they'll just make more croaks. You don't even know. Just fucking loads of croaks. Everywhere. Maybe he'll not be unique anymore. Uh, having a catchphrase which is stay hydrated, uh, which needs uh, makes you need to pee for like the last hour and a half of the show. So uh... <laughs> okay, wait. So we need to drag this out so that Ross there, can't go. There is actually another Cities of Sigmar. I know. Uh... I don't give a fuck. If you want to know what it is, go read the book yourself. You lazy shits. Thank it's you for listening to the book. Honest War Gamer. Have a great.